Hello and welcome back to the Autumn Action News podcast. My name is Jessica Joaquin and I am a reporter for OAN. I am here with my co-host Marissa Johnson. Say hi Marissa. Hi Marissa. Hey, come on. <laughs> hi. <laughs> she says hi to everyone. Yeah, we're actually coming to you guys live. Well, not live. It's pre-recorded, but we're yeah. coming to you from, from- the OAN studio. The OAN studio, lot eight, SRPMIC <laughs> studio, uh, number seven, lot eight. Um, no, if only, if only we had big production like that, that would be amazing. I think we're coming, we're coming to you from, I think we're coming from the meeting room, the meeting room of OAN headquarters, aka. CRO. Uh, CRO headquarters. We just got through labeling a bunch of papers. Remember, if you want to subscribe to our paper, go to our website, autumnnews.org. Um, so we just got through coming back from mailing out these uh, newspapers, and uh, we're all sweaty because it's, uh, I think it's like 110. It's got to be like it's 110. The triple digits for sure. Oh my goodness, yeah. it's so hot. So, mm-hmm. so we're trying mm-hmm. to cool down, but we want to get this podcast mm-hmm. out to you guys. Yeah, so we're just going to be recapping our latest issue, which is the August 20th issue of OAN. We're going to recap a couple of stories, but as always, you know, go to the OAN website and you can view the entire paper cover to cover via PDF. You can also read a couple of stories that were posted by OAN staff. All right, let's get into this. I think um, to start off, I just want to give a quick recap of the SRPMIC COVID-19 testing. So far, the completed tests of SRPMIC enrolled community members living within the community boundary is a total of 2,295. Of that, 243 have been tested positive and 2,052 have been negative. Currently, there is one community member who resides within the community. There is one community member hospitalized, so we want to wish that person a speedy recovery and we'll keep them in our thoughts. 217 of community members who reside within the boundary have recovered, and currently there is 15 active cases. SRPMIC enrolled community members who do not reside within the community boundary, 704 tests have been completed, 79 have come back positive, and 625 negative. If you want to look at the complete testing results, head over to SRPMIC's Facebook page, This information is posted every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All right, well, last Friday, August 14th, President Javier posted his weekly recap on SRPMIC's Facebook page. So let's hear from President Martin Javier. Hello, community members. I come to you today for the weekly update. Uh, There's an election election coming up, a tribal election. Uh, Just wanted to announce that for those of you that would like to get a mail-in ballot, an early ballot, those ballots can be received, but there is a deadline. So Monday, August the 17th is the deadline to receive a mail-in ballot. Uh, Also report, been touching on this for the last few weeks, is the census, how important the census is. Uh, Just report, uh, you can still go to the website to, to get that information in, but there are actual workers that are out in the community. So uh, if somebody comes knocking on your door, you might just ask who they are through the door if you are hesitant about opening the door, but they do have a form of ID that they should be showing you as census workers. 
So I'd encourage you, uh, take time to fill out the, the census form and be counted. Also wanted to uh, also continue to announce the community curfew. Uh, the curfew is for everyone that resides within the community. That curfew begins at 8 p.m. every evening till five o'clock the following morning. So again, that curfew stands uh, until further notice. Um, I know there's been some concern uh, by some of our community members that individuals aren't taking that serious. Again, this is just part of what the community council has put in place to again, help stop the spread of, of the virus, of people getting together. And from what we're understanding, that's how the spread is happening is, is people getting together, families joining in large groups. And this is part of the, the curfew is to, uh, again, try to stop those events from happening. Um, so again, the curfew is in place. And again, it will continue to be in place until further notice. Also announced last week that the river closure, the river is still closed and that will still be closed until further notice also. So just wanted to uh, announce that on the weekly update. And in closing today, uh, you know, it's the time of the year, the weather, it's, it's very hot. And just looking at the newscast, there's, it, it looks for the next, probably end of the month, the weather's just gonna be hot, it's summer. With that, I think we all need to make sure we check on our family, especially elders that we might have in our family to make sure that they're okay, that everyone's okay. So again, it's the summer months. We just need to, again, think about those that might uh, be needing some help at this time. So again, in closing, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to those that have lost loved ones. Um, again, I know there's a lot that would like to be with you, but just know that there's a lot that are thinking about you and, uh, in their thoughts and prayers. So again, with the reports of the numbers that are going down, let's not uh, put our guard down. In fact, uh, let's, let's shield up. God bless you. Thank you. All right, we're going to get into our first story, our cover story for the August 20th issue. This story is by Tasha Silverhorn. Senior Home Repair and Replacement Program continues to provide services during COVID quarantine. Although COVID-19 pandemic has slowed down many of the SRPMIC government services over the last four months, the Senior Home Repair and Replacement Program, SHRRP, also known as SHARP, has continued to provide limited services to community elders and residents with disabilities. The program also recently received approval to move forward on some roof replacement projects. The SHARP was set up by the SRPMIC Council as a way to help community elders and residents with disabilities maintain their homes up to health and safety standards. The program has helped community residents with home repairs, training on home maintenance, home replacement, home renovations, and day-to-day -day services including repairs for plumbing, electrical, carpentry, painting, concrete, and HVAC, that is heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. Right now, the two main services we provide are our day-to-day -day services, which include household repairs such as plumbing fixtures. Right now, the two main services we provide are day-to-day -day services, which include household repairs such as plumbing fixtures, HVAC issues, and carpentry. For instance, installing grab bars in bathrooms. These projects will be completed either the same day or in up to three days. 
said Sharp Supervisor Rito Lopez. We also have preventative maintenance services, which is where we do air filter replacement. We also do weed abatement services. We worked with the Salt River Fire Department to clear away weeds and vegetation from around homes. They cleared an area of about 100 feet around the houses as a buffer zone against wildfires. Lopez explained that Sharp completes an average of 8,000 day-to-day jobs each year. That includes 3,000 air filter replacement jobs, which is considered an essential service. We have been doing air filter replacements for 350 homes each month. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit, we slowed down on those replacements and we started getting calls about HVAC units. We noticed that the air filters weren't being replaced. So before the units started to sustain damage, Sharp started going out and replacing the air filters, said Lopez. When we started the preventative maintenance of changing filters, it actually cut down on a lot of the HVAC repairs. Before, a lot of people weren't changing their air filters and they would have a lot of coil damage due to the dust out there in the community. The Sharp also works on bigger projects such as full bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, flooring renovations, full roof replacements, and exterior door covers. The program completes anywhere from 120 to 180 such projects a year using governmental staff and outside vendors on big projects such as roof replacements and bathroom renovations. When the Sharp began, one of its goals was to provide outreach to help educate customers on how to keep their homes properly maintained. Before our program, seniors did not feel comfortable having people come into their homes to make repairs so they wouldn't call for help on smaller home repair issues until it got really bad and they needed full replacements on things such as flooring, leaky sinks, and other household repairs, said Lopez. The program recently received approval to move forward on eight roof replacements, which it hopes to complete by the end of August. Every Thursday, the staff works on emergency non-essential services such as fixing broken windows and, for example, replacing things such as toilets and water heaters. The Sharp is still handling emergency services Monday through Friday. Call their hotline at 480-362-7800. If there is an emergency on the weekend, call dispatch at 480-850-9230 and they will alert Sharp on call staff. That was a brief recap of the SHARP program. If you want to read the full story, go ahead and head over to the website and you can find that story there. All right, Marissa, what you got? All right, we are in harvesting season for the prickly pear. The fruit of the prickly pear cactus, ebai in autumn, is one of the best traditional foods to collect from the summer through the beginning of October. Prickly pear fruit is extremely versatile in that you can eat it raw, just as with prickly pear pads. Many people opt to make prickly pear juice by squeezing and crushing the fruit. If you're considering making the juice, be sure to strain the juice through a fine sieve to get as much juice out of the fruit as possible. There's also a prickly pear smoothie recipe on the website oh, oh, and in did the you article. Hear that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, if you listeners heard that, we are, like I said, we are an OAN headquarters. Um, go to our Instagram page and you'll see a behind the scenes of how we're recording. Even yes. though we are in our conference room, one of our conference rooms here at uh, CRO, um, you know, there are still a couple of essential workers working here, and one of them just 
went through the door and that was the little bang that you guys heard so <laughs> bear with us this is our this is our first recording uh back at home base so sorry for the interruption uh go ahead marissa awesome so if you would like to learn more about the prickly pear there is actually a recipe for the the prickly pear smoothie on our website and in the automation news hard copy newspaper have you tried that prickly pear um smoothie no, I haven't. I actually went out and gathered some prickly pear along the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Safely, I hope. Yeah, I mean, going when there's not high traffic, at least. Hey, well, remember we are in curfew, <laughs> so don't go picking that stuff after, it, what, 8, 8, 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. Yeah, curfew time. Awesome. Well, uh, hey, if any of you have actually done anything with the prickly pear, made a smoothie, eaten it, done anything with it why don't you go ahead and uh post it to your instagram page and just uh tag us and maybe we can see about sharing that photo um we'd love to see what other creations are out there yes please tag us at awesome action news on either facebook or instagram lastly it is back to school time for srp mic students everybody has been posting pictures of their child's first day of class in their classroom in their home their little study area. In this article, we talk about how laptops were given out to Salt River School students at ALA Academy and at Salt River Elementary School. There was a district meeting for Mesa Public Schools Native American Education Program. They held a Welcome Salt River virtual tour and registration Q&A. The meeting was hosted by the Mesa Strength Youth Council a group of Native American students to give insight on how remote learning will work for SRP MIC students who are attending Westwood High School, Mountain View High School, Carson Junior High, and Stapley Junior High. Nice. Uh, do you know any school-age children who are doing online um, schooling, like any of your relatives or anything? Yeah, actually. And it seems like some of them are, are, are good. Um, I know there was a few hiccups here and there. Their parents would tell me about that. And then some, you know, are straight bored. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I, I don't have any children. And I have a cousin who has a, a five-year-old or actually a seven-year-old now. Gosh, I hope she doesn't listen. She's going to be like, how do you not remember my age? <laughs> but no, I think she's seven. And um yeah, my cousin was telling me some stories about like the kids, uh, like yeah. the teacher trying to maintain the classroom. <laughs> yeah, to get to, their attention. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. just like, oh, they're just cracking up at all these stories. <laughs> so I'm sure it's very entertaining. And uh, to, to you parents who are at home and having to both be teacher and parent and probably working as well, you know, shout out to you. These are just crazy times that we're going through and somehow we're all making it work. So you're not alone. There's a lot of people out there who are going through the same thing and, and you'll get through it. Okay, I want to share one more story. This one was by Chris Pachulo, our latest and greatest to OAN. Officer Brown reads virtually to elementary students. On August 4th, School Resource Officer, SRO, Daniel Brown, was a guest reader at the Salt River Elementary School. Officer Brown read the book, When Grandma Gives You a Lemon Tree which celebrates the pleasure of family, patient, hard work, and nature, and the importance of community. 
When the opportunity came up to do a virtual reading, I said, let's do it. It's an awesome opportunity to reach all these goals by reading a book. All of this would not have been possible without the support from Salt River Schools and the amazing teachers who allow me to come into their classroom and to be part of the school family, said Officer Brown. The Salt River Police Department believes that during these difficult and unpredictable times, it is important to demonstrate and practice safe behaviors that we wish to see in our youth. Because of this, Officer Brown decided he would read this with his mask on. As school resource officers, our goal is to be an informal teacher to bridge the gap between the public and law enforcement and to serve as a positive role model for youth, he said. That's really cool. Yeah. Are you doing much reading these days, Marissa? Yeah, I've been rereading, or not rereading, I've been reading the Harry Potter series, actually. <gasps> I'm on book four right now. Really? Yeah. When did you start? I don't know. Probably at the beginning in March. In March? When everything started, yeah. Oh, good for yeah. you. That's so interesting because I just started book one. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's but good. I'm doing the um, audible version it's of it. It's good, isn't so, it? He yeah. really gets into character. Yes. That's what I love. <laughs> Somebody recommended me to listen to the aud- audible version of it because it's like a, it's a play in your ears. You know, it's it like is. just really really intense and uh, the only thing is is that right now because there's no commute to work mm-hmm. you know um, there's not like a lot of time I don't take my time in grocery stores anymore back in the day when uh, early to early 2020 <laughs> I mean I was like I was going through audiobooks like crazy because I'd go browse um, the grocery store slow and easy I'd drive to work slow and easy mm-hmm. and I'd have time to ingest that book, right? Mm -hmm. But now it's like I go to the grocery store, I'm in and out as fast as I possibly can, (laughs) you know, and I don't have a commute to work. So it's really hard to finish a book during these times for me personally. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's good, though. I mean, I think it captures your attention. The not the author, the um, what is it? Narrator? Narrator. Yeah, he has a character for each he has a voice for each character. It's good stuff. Yeah. yeah that's so awesome. Cool. We're reading the same thing, kind of. Um, I doubt I'll be able to catch up before you finish the entire series, but yeah. All right, guys. Well, let me just uh, wrap up a couple of things really quickly. Sorry, we got a little off topic. This is the first time we've seen each other in a really long time. <laughs> And this is the first time being in our office in a really long time. So we just got got carried away with conversation. We haven't had conversation in a while. I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let me let me go through a couple of really quick things just so that you guys know. I think we mentioned in the last podcast, but if, if this is your first episode, we want you to know that Autumn Action News has upgraded their website. You can head over to autumnnews.org to see that upgrade. Lots, lots of good stuff there. We are now on social media as well. You can follow us at Autumn Action News on Instagram and at facebook.com slash Autumn Action News. So we want to go over the COVID-19 hotline. Remember, if you want to schedule an appointment, if you have questions, you can call 480-362-2603. The SRPMIC relief payment website, SRPMIC has funding available to provide federal financial relief to qualifying enrolled community members who meet certain COVID-19 related criteria. That website can be found at srpmic-nsn.gov slash 
relief payment. Applications must be received no later than December 15, 2020. Okay, I think that about does it, Marissa. Um, yeah, anything to add to our listeners? Mm. Can't think of anything. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was just like, mm. um, okay, great. Well, it was good to actually see you, Marissa. It's really nice. We got a plastic partition uh, separating us, but we can still see each other. Sure. And, yeah. But like I said, if you want to take a look at um, us recording this episode, head over to our Instagram page. And yeah, that'll do it. Until the next episode, we'll see you later. See ya.